I honestly don't think it matters how you found out about music, it, as long as you find it and it speaks to you. I found out about New Wave and was listening because my parents bought me Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> it came out. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is the band Calibri's I Am Bobby. That's Jimmy and that's Davey. This is the Mystic Cult of Horrors podcast, episode 29. And today, we're coming at you with a good guest, a good rocking guest. We have the one, the only. Take it away, Davey. <laughs> Vincent of the Wingtips. Oh, yeah. Woo. Oh, fucking oh, Vincent. Oh, Christmas. Hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right at the freaking tip top, for anybody who doesn't know who the fuck you are, can you give um, people like a synopsis, like your uh, Wikipedia and audio form? Why do we love you? Why sell are you yourself. here? Yeah, sell yourself. <laughs> Well, who I am, we'll get into it. Who I am, who we are, and why you love me or love us would be two totally different things. Okay. You may, you may hate us. No, no, no. Um, but um, no. So um, we are a duo. We're an electronic duo from Chicago. Uh, we formed a couple years uh, a couple years ago. Um, we put out our first album on Artifacts in 2019, and then we went on tour and then the pandemic hit and we're about to put out our second album so we're kind of new ish uh but uh before all that um my bandmate hannah and i um we were experimenting with the project and kind of doing different things and trying to find our sound find our crowd playing out a little bit doing just one-off tours super diy very like 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 pretty punk i come from a punk background so um i'm very much about the diy ethic so um that's where we come from but uh we kind of finally got our grounding when we signed with artifact and you know and everything kind of worked for us from then on uh and so here we are today and we're on lp2 coming out in september cutting room floor hell yeah Thank you for having me, by the way. I, I, yeah, we love we love the music. We love that new new song the guys just dropped, Cross the Line. That's the newest mm-hmm. one coming from that new album. Thank you. Cutting Room Floor, September 3rd, coming out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, man, it, it's amazing. Like, I can't believe like the music that you're creating. It's so you and Hannah, just two pieces. We can barely write songs with three people. Like, yeah. how, how'd you do it with two? This is amazing. So, congrats on that. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, you guys look really cool. I'm just like wearing. You guys, you guys look fucked. Do you need a wardrobe change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's your leather jacket? I'm wearing. I'm wearing a shirt from Heavyweights. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, oh dude, Perkasizing, bro. I was gonna I'm say, dude, Tony Perkis, oh let's go. Oh my god! Ah! Oh my god! I'm feeling skinny, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a great movie. All right, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, yeah. no more. See, no, no one sees more butts than you, Uncle Tony. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, dude. Um, heavyweights, or sometimes called Fat Camp. Yeah, um, I love it when he's um, picking up that. He's, he's running on his job doing that. Um, yeah, picks up the mob. yeah. Come on, you devil log. You devil log. Yeah. Ben Stiller. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare come on it! Come at us with the Perkis shit. We're all about heavyweights. We <laughs> love that movie. We have uh, weekly viewings. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've seen it at least twenty times. That's it. <laughs> but uh, more shit, about you. Uh, yeah. Speaking of like videos and shit like that, yeah, just like films, <laughs> your music videos are great. 
Great they're deal. awesome. How, how do you um like come about those? Like, is it from are they, are they your brainchild? They're your brainchild, aren't they? Um, it's it's kind of the, how we come up with videos. It's it's kind of like this amorphous blob of ideas that doesn't really have Drugs. a serious headline. Yeah, <laughs> there's like, there's there's not really a strict construct when we come up with this stuff. It's the same when we write music too. But um, whenever we were doing the videos for the first album, which we had videos before that um, for an EP we put out, those were a little bit more put together. But we we for this, these other ones that we did, we kind of just went for it we had a couple just loose ideas and they were it was hannah and i just just kind of just went really off the cuff and came up with ideas as they came organically to us we just had a film a small film crew with us and um uh, some actors to work with and really the the first one that we did was deaf pursuit and that kind of naturally came from my love of horror movies and um yeah. so it's, it's so i kind of i i wanted that to be like a mix of halloween and nightmare on elm street like oh it, for sure it, yeah yeah those are two of my faves and um that's definitely where the inspiration for that came from and um <clears throat> so I, yeah yeah I, I i was like i have these ideas and i want to do this thing and like oh wait i'm really just paying tribute to Freddie and Michael Meyer. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's how that came about. Um, the other video we the what was the other one? Um, man, I don't even know my own my own band guys. Uh, well, speaking of videos, th thank you for uh, you know shooting this uh, in the adult video store. That's your, uh... Oh yeah. Oh, you, you, you should see all the tapes. I have tapes here. I have tapes oh, behind shit, here. So I have like a wall of like this is like I have like a wall that's as tall as me of horror Dude. VHS. I'm the, I, that's, that's aside from writing music. I collect VHS tapes. That's what I do. Dude. That's who I am. The, uh, the, Let's the, play a game. <laughs> pull one out. What is it? Oh, is that big butts? Oh. 2020. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let me, let me, let me look and see what, what's the weird, what's the weirdest thing. Oh, I have? Yeah. Oh. I saw that one. That's butts up. <laughs> uh, one or two. Oh, I'm going to pull, yeah. I'm gonna pull, Sorry, I'm gonna I didn't pull see one. the sequel. <laughs> one or two <laughs> Dude. are you guys familiar with um something weird there's oh, a company yeah, yeah. that 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 uh makes the like these really old obscure like yeah. exploitation oh, type movies <laughs> yeah this one's pretty wild the acid eaters i got this in a, see, uh, in a bookstore yeah. what about coffin joe do you ever see coffin joe from brazil uh yeah i think so on the uh yeah, he's yeah, got big long I, fingernails. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I have somewhere. Uh, so on, that's great. So your music video. videos do pay tribute to what you love, which is horror movies. And looks like the strange, yeah. strange and bizarre. <laughs> yeah, I've always been really into horror, and um, and, uh, and it's not always the the element, but definitely Death Pursuit has this idea uh, tonally of you know being pursued, and obviously it's in the title, and that's. Like I, there's this building tension that I wanted to convey, and I always yeah. feel that, you know, <laughs> and Life. whenever I watch horror movies, you know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Dude, I was gonna say, um, yeah, your music and your videos—they remind me of uh, if there's a movie of a, a, a '90s goth hackers running away from the future police. Yeah, soundtrack. <laughs> That's yeah, music. It's so fun. We get we get that, and we also get 
more more than anything else, you get like you guys sound like you should like this is a John Hughes movie. Oh, I, I, I mean, I, I kind of kind of get. I'm just like okay, like I can I kind of see that. Well, uh, being from Chicago, I guess you could take that as a compliment, right? Chicago. I guess so. Yeah, Chicago land. It's, <laughs> it's just what people know. It's like oh, this reminds me of my own life. <laughs> so my own uh, high school life. So speaking of Chicago, so you guys are from Chicago. We're from originally from Antioch, which is in Illinois. It's in the boonies between Chicago and Wisconsin. So I've seen a lot of shows at the Metro Riviera. Bucket list for me was always playing a show at the Metro. Still haven't done that. So have you guys played the Metro yet? Have you? Uh... We played the Metro three times so far. Oh, fuck. <laughs> we're playing the Metro again my birthday weekend for Cold Wave Fest. You son of a... Just <laughs> well, you guys are, you guys are super good, too. You guys should try to do Cold Waves Fest if you can. I'm sure, you'd, I'm sure you, said you guys would fit right in. Everyone would love you. So, so back in high school, yeah, so the, the big... Um, there was the you know electronic movement. There was... Uh, who was from Chicago? Pig Face. Whoa. Yeah. Um, you know, the ministry... It's going mm-hmm. on at the time, and uh, so what? What are your influences from Chicago that music-wise that that play into your catch the musical wingtips? Yeah, honestly, um, <laughs> whenever whenever and Hannah and I first met, uh, we had just kind of started discovering uh, all like all the, the musical history uh, the, behind industrial music in Chicago, and like how how pivotal that movement was the wax track the wax tracks records and everything was gone by the time we started writing music but um there's definitely this element that still lives there you know there was a nightclub neo which was one of the og goth clubs like alt clubs in in chicago and uh and there are other clubs that still had people from WAC that were from WAX tracks doing events. Um, there are people that are involved with, with Cold Waves Festival who um, were involved with WAX. So we were in this scene kind of by default. And it was that's really something that we kind of found ourselves immersed in as far as when we started to write music. And so, yeah, this. I guess what I'm trying to say is Wax Trucks is highly influential on wingtips. And yeah, yeah you just, you and, just accidentally found yourself yeah. inside of this, like, oh, we're, we're part of this scene. We didn't even know we just like this music and here we are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. and it's just so unique and, and so many different facets to it. Like that's one of the crazy, the, like looking back at, at, at the, at the, at the, um, like the catalog from the, from the whole record label, it's, it's such a unique series of release. Like the first release I think was divine. And then, you know, they would do uh, ministry later then two, four, two. And all they, all the bands had sound completely different, but so unique in themselves. And so that's something that we kind of show for, because also in Chicago, I feel that there's an element that requires, there's a necessity for uniqueness and, if you're just kind of repeating what other people are doing and what's popular, you kind of get weeded out. It seems people really want to connect with something that they haven't heard and something that, you know, may hearken to uh, something familiar, but 
is incredibly unique in itself. So that's something that I think we both went for is wanting to just create our own sound and just like whatever makes sense to us as artists, staying true to our influences and you know our roots and where we come from and why we love music to begin with. But I it, it was really important to us to not be very pastiche, you know. So oh, I love that word. Um, <laughs> pastiche. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah that's i would say that i would say probably in chicago that's that's probably one of the core influences is this the wax tracks culture honestly oh, yeah, it's yeah. all of it it's and it still lives there it's all it's still breathing and it's it's kind of like how prince is is like is like a specter haunting uh <laughs> minneapolis and even when he was alive it's the that. ghost of wax is still there and it's still breathing there's and everyone still congregates for it and uh so yeah i'm i would definitely also, say like you're saying too be the windy city will blow out anyone that's not original and not, posers. Yeah, all the posers it's just gonna no, yeah that's no why they call it that, that. It's, it's fucking chicago here yo you got you yeah. got it's yeah if you're gonna make it in chicago you're gonna have to you know be a top you don't like show. a salad on your hot dog get the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> your music to me sounds like a future nostalgia what? and the dreaminess <laughs> like of that shit and if you want to just put two bands to this shit the cure slash pet shop boys Whoa. do you like that you into that <laughs> uh, we actually like get that, that a lot um oh. and um like, yeah. yeah i mean i i wouldn't I wouldn't be where I am today without those two artists for sure. And, you know, those were two super early bands that I got into. Cause I started getting into new wave when I was like in second grade. Um, and yeah, so every, so I get, I, I mean, young, younger people get criticized who are into new wave and, you know, goth and music from the eighties. They're like, Oh, you weren't around then, you know, like, like I actually lived this. I bought this on vinyl when it came out in the record store. I mean, I, I honestly don't think it matters how you found out about music, it, as long as you find it and it speaks to you. I found out about New Wave and was listening because my parents bought me Grand Theft Auto Vice City. When it came out. <laughs> yes. And I, I was like, and, and and while all my friends were getting into like what was popular at that time, you know, something like. Like my chemical Lincoln romance Park. and yeah, Lincoln Park is this pop punk bit. Like those are, I mean, I'm not saying that they're bad or I, I, it's or anything. I just, I really just, when I heard this music, I connected with it and I was like, this is incredible. So yeah, those like new wave bands are very at the core of my musical interest. And I wouldn't be here today without, without having that influence and having so, that, that geez. strong connection and so every time you, when you play, oh sorry, for getting on. No, <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. When you play uh, Grand Theft Auto, so now, every now, every every time you hear Pet Shop Boys, you just want to beat up a hooker or something. <laughs> Is that how? It works? Um, you just start pulling people out of cars and beating them up. <laughs> Give me that fucking well, car! I gotta, I gotta, I gotta uh, kill well, someone. <laughs> well, so it's interesting. Whenever I got the game, I I was just like driving it around and then just i just kept driving the car into the water for fun <laughs> and then just like Sidle, watching the bro. dude drown like and then it's like and then you wake up at the hospital 
I just kept oh, doing yeah. stupid things like that. And um, go, though, yeah, there was a nightclub where everyone that you could go to, I would just go hang out there. And people are like, like <laughs> the, the the avatars already called, are like dancing like this. And then there's this one thing that they do. They're like, <laughs> this is how they did. <laughs> yeah. um, but then at some point, yeah. uh, my next door neighbor, his his dad is a big gamer at the time, and he beat the game. And then he just like let me copy his memory card. So before I knew it, I was just like, I have already completed everything. I have all this money in this mansion and helicopters and planes and shit. Like, so I I was yeah, <laughs> I like skipped ahead in that game. I just like played it in true sandbox style. Just like I'm just gonna fuck around and fly around Ooh. helicopters <laughs> what, what, wasn't jim going back to video nah. games real quick was yeah, it, you the one with the sims and you told us uh <laughs> jim who? over here he oh. said he created like death rooms for the sims <laughs> and like what to you? watch them shut up is that you who was it the internet I don't know. did i make that up was that me you, you create like little create boxes walls and, and they piss themselves and die yeah <laughs> you i didn't i didn't hearing i I've been hearing about The Sims a lot recently. Like, I know Hannah was really into The Sims, and it's like if you want to be, God. it's like you, yeah, it's like you can create, God. you can create really wacky scenarios. And Death I mean, I've never played The Sims, and I, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I've never attempted to understand it, not because I didn't have an interest, but I just, just kind of carried on living There's my no life. No guns in it. We get it. <laughs> yeah, no guns. I can't, I can't whip out a Gatlin gun out of my pocket. <laughs> Where's the tank? Where's the fuck? Yeah. The tank? Oh yeah, the tank. The tank in Vice City too. It, it's so slow though. It's like you're driving like like this slow, uh, but you can blow a bunch of bunch of shit up. Sorry, but, sorry, Warlord. Yeah. Dude, Vincent, great idea. Yeah, yeah your yeah. turn. The thing, the thing that you said that you used to do, where you would drive and listen to music and then go into the the river and then die dude it's a badass song that well that's a wingtips music video right yeah. there slow-mo and oh, shit dude if you got there, i'm sure there's been a music video where, where where the band is like in animation like grand theft auto animation i'm sure that, that has to have been done right if not i'm i'm fucking doing that we're doing the light bulb in his brain yeah about it. Let's, about it. let's go boys let's do it first uh okay what's well, so that yeah. say to me I, actually dave's seen you guys live he was impressed with the light show. Where'd you, you see us? Synchronous. Where'd you <laughs> see? Oh, he's trying, to, he's trying to catch you in a lie. <laughs> it was called. I'm not, I'm not doubting you. I'm just curious. Oh my god! So that was that was the first time we had ever played Arizona, and the wow. band we were on tour with. It was Provoker. their first tour ever to Provoker, um, who are also playing Cold Days Festival with us too. They're an amazing band. Um, I love them, and uh, they're awesome, awesome band, and. Uh, yeah, it was their first show too, and um, my dad was there. <laughs> what? Wow. So, does your dad like live in Arizona, or he was just coming with you? Uh, my dad uh, has traveled for work like since the uh. early '80s, and he's he he's all over, and he's worked in Arizona a bunch, and um, and he was that, that show was in that's in Phoenix. So he was staying yep. in Phoenix, and we hung out with him Fox. for a few days, and we and he came to the show at the Lunchbox, and yeah, that was the day after, or it was a few days after Halloween. The reboot came out, and then I saw it before the move. The I went to the venue for the show again, 
seven second time. That's just a fun yeah. fact. It was in 2018, October okay. of 2018. I think the date was so, October 22nd. <laughs> yeah, I think we were or something. I'm, I know I'm close. I was, I was there, dude. And before he says oh, what he's going to say, so I was there, very, very impressed by the light show. Well, you guys played the music incredibly, oh, but the too. light show was like that. Whoa, you know, it's like it was like hitting to all the beats and. I was like, wow, how do they do this? <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it'll be bigger this next tour we go on. We're just like trying to figure out ways to make things bigger and more, but also more compact and and uh, like oh, yeah. easy to transport. Um, because like it's always a pain in the uh, in the butt um, to, oh, hey, to, yeah. to pull out all those that. all those yeah. lights and pack them away and all the cords every single show for like um, a million shows on a tour. Um, so yeah, we're Make trying sure to wrap each cord yeah, correctly. Wire maintenance. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and it's. It but takes, it's you. a lot of work to put on a kick-ass <laughs> show. So who's got the tech now? Who's got the, who knows the tech skills that, to run that, that light show to get, to do that for the synchronizer and all that. We don't know how that works. We stamp on, uh, <laughs> switches to turn on and off lights and we don't. <laughs> um, so I had to basically that. learn DMX program programming before we went on tour. Cause I knew that we want, I, we, we, I wanted us to have, um, just something elevated about our performance because I, had what had seen videos of us performing in years past and um just like there's something off about it like the music's is there and the character is there but something's missing and it's definitely the i feel like the more theatrics you have like we're a very theatrical band in some ways like the, our music i i've always seen it as somewhat cinematic like that's, a, that's like the approach i take is i want there to be you know peaks and bounds and like i'm trying to convey a story but the there was this performance element i think that was missing and um and like yeah, let's let's see how, how we can do adding our own light so we just had a few lights that we would keep that would just like fade colors very simple I was like it's still not really hitting the mark um so i it's like how can we have a self-contained light show so i just taught myself dmx programming on like youtube or something um and then ah, i found devices that would allow us to uh just record a, a light show and then we would play it back and we just it's like hours and hours of tedious like programming and so but everything is self-contained on stage and so yeah, so when the music starts, the light starts. And I love it. Yeah. So your it's show the same, is, it's the same exact every night. So your show is an hour long and your setup and teardown is two hours long. Gotcha. <laughs> We're trying to make it um, much shorter than that. <laughs> if trying to make it USB instead of cables to connect the lights, you just set them up and they're like USB connected or just like Yeah. Trying to do about it like a six hour six hour load in in setup and like a thirty minute set. <laughs> yeah why can't they make all our instruments bluetooth somehow and like we just that bluetooth Wi-Fi scares the shit out of show. me yeah. it, oh my god right i'm i'm bothered by bluetooth too why because it's hard so to something understand. that something that we <laughs> something that we um that we started using recently too is uh, in-ears and so 
we're looking at options for you know how, what we could do for that and um there's this one that just came out that's bluetooth and it's to your phone it, it you hook up the, the earbuds or whatever to your phone and then the you have a wireless transmitter that talks with bluetooth and you have to set up your own router at a venue i'm like it's like the quality is amazing and it's really like affordable to do this but it's bluetooth and that just frightens me to to no end your butt i don't know why <laughs> yeah why yeah i guess can't they I... figure out uh, a figure out <laughs> we do we do they're, they're doing online you know shows why not just bring the show to the actual venue just set up a big screen then we do like yeah. at home uh, show just like tune in you just play in your living room but just no screen it at the venue tour. <laughs> <laughs> no more tours uh, yeah so you just not do jack shit. yeah i so I, mean, I, like, your home. I like touring oh okay quite a bit because I, I mean i i mean if i had to stay in one place forever and actually not be able to be around other other people and just have a just have a variation in my year some way that makes sense i would kind of I lose see. my mind i think <laughs> so i noticed when we play with with the lights i guess yeah because like when we do have like you know we have actually a tech guy there that's going to run the lights for us i can't see sometimes when i'm playing i'm like this is too dark it's like turn on these lights now it's like i i like the dramatic mood but i can't see anything how do you guys do you guys rehearse with that like like wait it, now it's all dark i can't yeah, you close your eyes while you're playing you're like fuck like where is it um so we um one thing that we have done in the past is um we'll have so our our lighting system is separate from the venue's lighting system and so what we'll do is have a very dim light from the venue just have them put like on the tiniest amount of like blue or something and um just so we can see um because oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah once right, once, yeah. once it blacks out it's like completely yeah. black and it's just yeah you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so it, i think it's good to just have a little bit of house light just a touch but if if that's not attainable there's always uh we've thought about using uh like glow tape on our guitar so that you can see like which fret you're at oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I know a lot of people do that um just because you never know what kind of lighting you're going to be in sometimes it's real it's yeah Good idea. Mm. Student becomes sensei. <laughs> um, Damn, big I like brain. The, yeah, I like when the lights shine out at the audience, so everyone's just blind, so you can like go back and have a drink and just like go to the bathroom real quick. When, everyone's like, I can't see. What? Yeah, there's like, <laughs> <laughs> Are they on there? <laughs> yeah, I just go back and have a drink. Speaking of uh, theatrics, um, we saw a, uh, a post of you guys dressed up as cats oh yeah <laughs> for halloween oh my god okay <laughs> dude so i hannah was uh talking about this yesterday she's like so the dudes were doing the podcast which yeah by the way she couldn't make it today but here i am um she watching she's like she's like oh what's up <laughs> We'll, we'll get the better one next time. Um, she's probably just watching me being like, oh, God, Vincent. What? Uh. <laughs> no, you um, got the big brain, baby. You got the, you're the one with the uh, big eye. He's representing us all yeah. wrong. <laughs> so, um, 
Phone's um, blowing up. She's like, "Don't say that. Don't say do that. not mention cats." <laughs> <laughs> no, Anyways, no, go dude, on. Yeah, go on. She was, cats? she was, she was stoked whenever she saw like a thumbnail that whoever I forget who you interviewed recently, but there's like the thumbnail was cats. She saw that, and I saw it too, and I was like, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> All right, so something you should know, and I, I, I. Any, anyone that's Rebel. heard an interview or anything about us before will know that we come from a theatrical background. <gasps> um, I, I specifically, was, music I theater. Sir, I'm going to reach for another tape, and it's the first reach tape the on the top stars. shelf to the left. Very Long first arm. tape. I'm going to reach for it right now. Is this a monitor? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, and Glory is VHS. <laughs> yep. When you're a cat, you're a cat all the way. Yes. All right, folks. Represent. All right, I'm, I'm just, Meow. I'm going to let people know. This is the first time I'm going to drop this information on what? folks. Oh, yeah. I've got a guilty pleasure. I love musicals. There, I said it. Me Get too. Out. There's nothing wrong about that. I love musicals. I was in... I was in high school. Hairspray. Fuck yeah. Well, I was in. I was in Greece too. Greece, you're in Greece. But I was. I got into musicals in high school. They were awesome because my friend said, "Dude, there's like all girls and like just two guys coming to musical." Okay, yeah. They said chicks. You said Oklahoma. Hell yeah. Grease too. Oh, 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 Grease too. Electric Boogaloo. We're gonna fall tonight. <laughs> um, tonight. I, I starred in uh, Oklahoma. Had uh, like six star. back, uh, six uh, you know Sorry. Side, <laughs> you, side characters. What's the Wait, other were you bye, were you Curly or Judd? But I was I was just background characters. They, I was like, no. The tree. Were you, of, course, were you the, of course, the jock who wasn't even in choir the, came in and they gave him the lead role. Every time. Mother. Every time. Every time. God damn it. It was guys just like, like you. It was guys like you come in. Wait, was it you? <laughs> it was probably me. It was just like, what's it called? High School Musical, the Disney movie. It was oh, like God. Troy came in. He, he come, came in. I think, I don't know if this guy played basketball or what. God damn it. Anyway, cats. <laughs> it's a, so you open up a sore. Yes. You started. This is a bad subject, son. You started this. Go on. Um. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Meow. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, where was? I? Yeah. So I'm yeah, a, I'm, I'm a music theater person uh, at, at my beginnings. And that's what I, that's why I moved to Chicago in the first place to study theater, but uh, scholastically it was like not my cup of tea. And also I, I thought that the, the specific music theater culture was just not, it didn't speak to me as what I wanted to. I really wanted to create something unique instead of performing other people's work, uh, in a, in a very, um, defined way. Like I have to do something correctly and fit into a style and to a mold. And Hannah, 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 Hannah's in the same place too. She, you know, we both kind of felt that we wanted to do something uniquely ourselves, but also maintain the performance aspect. So, um, yeah, because I mean, I, I think what what got me into theater. I'm from a small town originally, and really the only outlet for me as a kid was performing in 
plays and musicals. And I knew that I loved to perform, but it was the only thing that I knew. So I just, when I moved away for college, I was just like, this, this, this is what makes sense for me. But then I was like, oh, wait, I, I'm into punk now. I'm, I'm going to shows and I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm, there's, there's a different element to, to art. It's not just theater. And so I, that, I found that really spoke to me. And, uh, so, but long story short, um, pulled into the dark. That's my, that, what that's is my your beginning. What's ahead. your favorite performance that you did musical or just, uh, good question. Um, so have any of you guys Oklahoma. seen, <laughs> I, I actually was in Oklahoma when I was a kid, but I was also a background character and, uh, I was, uh, the, I was the police officer, the <laughs> Marshal Cord Elam, who has, uh, like, well, like two lines at the end. Um, <laughs> and that's not my favorite performance. My favorite performance, have you guys seen Chicago, the musical? Uh, I've seen yes. some clips. Part, yeah, oh. parts of it, yeah. Uh, okay so chicago so, <laughs> so yeah it's, sorry to all the viewers who are thinking that i'm just going to talk about my band and and god and, <laughs> and alternative it. music like that like the, dig we're dig talking it. about it's it's kind of musical time now it's, it's up. we're gonna get in this conversation so this you can just stop for the bathroom get a drink yeah, yeah this is a yeah uh so yeah chicago <laughs> musicals top three or Probably definitely in my top five favorite shows for sure. Um, um, I love the minimalist aspect of that show, especially the revival version is incredible. Uh, and it's so minimalist and dark and it's almost like goth in its own regard. Uh, but it takes place in 20 Chicago and it's um, about uh, a woman who murders a piece of shit dude who screws her over and then and then winds up in jail and is and is trying to get off because i mean she's in the right and she's like you know one of the, the good characters and um that you know deserves to persevere or whatever i don't know yeah. uh but uh she's in prison and she meets all these people and they're trying to like get her off and uh get her, get her off death row and um oh. and uh Anyway, that I'm I'm missing a lot of the details. I'm not doing it justice. I'm awful at explaining things. And, uh, I saw that horrendous ADD you know, saw brain. That. She, um, she but, um, like karate kicks her way out of there, <laughs> grabs the the AK, jumps out of the building. The building explodes. Grabs on the helicopter. Actually, in, in, that, oh, in that time, <laughs> in that time, it would be one of those Tommy guns. Yeah, just in the twenties. Okay, yeah. Hey, yeah, guys, I got Tommy <laughs> gun. Uh, but um. <laughs> uh but i was in a, i was in that show i was in chicago the musical and there's a character because there's this in the production there's this like circus element that's um that uh it, it's it's in the it's in the in the production like in each scene it's like and now blah, blah, blah. like it's that's just how the show is written and um and how the story is told it's re really cool really unique um but I play a character who's a uh, a news reporter who comes out and is everyone thinks is a woman because it sings a song in soprano, but later on is dewigged and you find out it's a man. That was I played that character and that's probably mm. my favorite performance to date uh, because I got to sing like a woman 
and <laughs> and You'll it's just at the, and the big reveal at the end is like uh it, it gets a lot of uh, a really big reaction from the audience and a lot of people are like <gasps> and some people just crack up laughing and clutch their pearls yeah yeah the name of the character is mary sunshine look up videos of people doing that and you will be blown away you would be good some people i've heard do that role and you and their voices are incredible there's just singing like an operatic soprano it's incredible yeah all right in deep time the music all that stuff but that's that i think it all plays back into like the stagecraft and coming Uh, back to the lights coming back to the performance uh on there because because all that stuff that you learn and you love about theater and like the minimalist you know just like i just love it when it's just like one light coming down it's just like someone comes in and just transform that black space into something else takes you somewhere else completely so that's what it seems like with you guys wingtips it does that to with, with your lights it's just two people on stage but you take the listener uh to like a whole new dreamscape world with your fantastic music how's that for tying it in cool anyway yeah. so <laughs> speaking speaking of live music so you guys gonna be back in arizona september 8th at the rebel lounge and we want to invite everyone from arizona to come on out uh hopefully it's a double whammy double whammy hopefully kelby's gonna be there our boy joel and louise with twin tribes tribes and you guys together nice (laughs) double double feature so arizona you got to be there with us it's gonna be a fun time wear your shorts i'll be there (laughs) is it gonna be hot you think <laughs> oh, definitely. <laughs> and you'll probably see me wearing this and everything. You gotta look cool, bro. Yeah, yeah, everyone's gonna yeah. be uh, in their leather jackets, just sweating, and uh, all the all the all, yeah. The or at least it's like that on. that dry heat and not humidity. Because humidity is just right. Keep fucking rancid. <laughs> it's it's really humid where I'm at right now, and yeah. kind of hot. Yeah, that's true. It, it all sucks. But I mean, it, it all sucks. But I, yeah, I wasn't sure because it's September, and by the time September rolls around here, it's like getting cold or chilly oh that's I, different I, at nighttime it'll probably maybe be a bit yeah better. go with the flow go with the flow <laughs> yeah. all right so i got another question here yeah. for real quick. Oh. so live performance so since yeah. since it's just two people how do you choose like what do you do because i see like in live she'll like decide to play the drums live and then she probably decides to play guitar so you're always doing um guitar and she plays keys so how do you decide which which instrument to play because she could just hit one button and just stand back but she's oh okay. decides yeah. you guys decide to play certain things how do you decide what 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 aspects of the song should be played live what should be backing tracks well you know it's being that we're a two-piece and when people see us and they hear the sound that comes out it's a lot of people would probably very easily think like oh this is just all generated and it's just it's you can literally like you said press a button and it would roll and it roll but like we try to do as much as we can to actually play live and play whatever because we are two people only and but if we could have a full band that would be amazing but also it wouldn't be uh easier necessarily but but we are a two-piece but we want to do as much of the work as we can um you know, I sing most of the vocals now. Well, I, I was singing all the vocals now, but now, and you'll see when this next tour happens, Hannah is now singing a great amount. So I had been singing and playing guitar. So like, that's pretty much all I could do um, for most of the songs. Cause you know, that's just how it, the cookie crumbles. Um, but other than that, Hannah is 
just a free body and can do a lot of the work. And a lot of the way our music is arranged is certain parts will like completely drop out and then just switch to a different set of instruments. So it just makes sense from a setup standpoint that you could translate that to a live performance. So yeah, it's really important for us to not skimp out on on the on the output that we do that we have and just actually do the work and play <laughs> yeah. as much as we can it would be yeah. easy to just click the button i know it's yes. right here <laughs> yeah. and now introducing calibries <laughs> yeah and you work away dude yeah do you do you guys uh like the butthole surfers so they had a side project called the jack officers Oh. And um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Their yeah. live it was it was short lived, but the music is insane. But their performance was, uh, they would just stand up on stage and play a Walkman, like a portable CD player, and just play the songs and just stand there. Andy Kaufman show, right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's per- that performance art. <laughs> yeah, Man, yeah. ten bucks for this shit. What the fuck, Vincent? Yeah. You. You look like a, a Wendy's person. Are you, you like Wendy's? I, <laughs> yeah. The real goth goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, I'm definitely, Wingtips is definitely a Wendy's band. I hope they're listening so that we can get a sponsorship. Every, every band, One, you know, the road, road dogging or moving across the States, they got to have their, their diarrhea destination. You just, what's the one for you? Apparently it's Wendy's and the McFlurries. And that's, um, that's well, your... actually, I, I mean, you know, we, in the past, you know, we've hit up like Taco Bell, oh, I guess, more, oh, more. It is oh, just it is. easy. But, you know, but, you know uh, not- since we've become more serious about touring and touring, touring's become you know, a bit more arduous and, and work intensive. We've really gotten serious about staying healthy and doing what we can to you know, eat right. You know, sometimes it's hard, um, but yeah we'll a lot of times we'll just go to a grocery store and get really like utilitarian food items and just just so we can get through it you know definitely cheaper and peanut butter and jelly that's all you need peanut butter and jelly i mean you know i love wendy's i love i love fast food but fast food is poison and when you are eating it every day if you were to eat it every day on tour, you'd sweat French fries. <laughs> yeah, you would. For real. You get. What do you get? You, uh, four for four at Wendy's. Is that is that your uh, is that your go to? Um, my go to at Wendy's is the sour cream and chives potato, and um, there's like these yeah. these like pub fries that they have, which has this like drizzle on. It's really cool. Um, Whoa. I do that. They're like the chicken sandwich. Making run. Spicy, making run. Whatever. Do you want anything? <laughs> yeah. It, it, okay. Yeah, just keep it outside in Arizona, and it'll be warm by the time I get there. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. really fucking hot. What about like military army rations? Just kind of add water to it. And, and no, I've I have not gotten that far into a utilitarian and, brother. <laughs> Go hardcore. Um, a slice of white bread. That's it. And water. The whiter the bread, the sooner <laughs> yeah. you're dead. Wheat's the way to go, Bob. You know this. You can't beat wheat. That's Is that right, the same? <laughs> Yeah, the Ezekiel bread's pretty good. And then there's that like, Dave's, Dave's, uh, Dave's Killer Bread, Dave's Super Bread. Oh, is that the guy with the mustache and the? Yeah, he's all buff. Yeah, Dave, he's all buff. He's, yeah, the, yeah, he's, a, he's an organic guy. He's organic. Like on, the, on the thing, that's who he is. It's like in prison for 
in prison for, I hope it's not murder because they call it killer bread. Uh, but he went to prison and he got out and rehabilitated and started a bread company. But it's Good gnarly. It feels, yeah, it's, yeah, bravo, Dave. Yeah, but odd to call it Dave's Killer Bread if you murdered someone. I hope you didn't. I hope you didn't. <laughs> Welcome to Dave's Killer Bread. So to, di- to dive a little deeper. Yeah, let's dive into your life. Vincent, so the name Wingtips. Oh, yeah. it's uh, There's shoes, Wingtips. Is it? Is there something deeper for this uh, name? Or do you have no. a shoe fetish? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I do like a good wingtip. The, the name Wingtips comes from when I first started experimenting with, with music electronically. And I was working with someone else um, for like a couple of weeks. And uh, we just did some rough demo recordings like in 2013. And we just, we're coming we're trying to come up with a name for it. And I was wearing wingtips at the time. Son of a bitch. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> we were struggling to come up, come up with, with a name. And then I just like walked into the room where we were recording. He's like, Oh, nice wingtips. Oh, that should be the name of the band. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, sounds good. So, I mean, we, I just kind of kept, doing experimental demos under the name, you know, performing out a little bit solo. And then I just, I, and, and everything that I did on my own up until the point where Hannah and I started writing music together, I just kept that name. And it's just like, yeah. it's it just, I've never thought too much about it. And you, yeah, kept, very- you kept the name, but did you keep the shoes? Do you have the shoes still? Dude, I think, I think they're gone. But this might be in a in a box in my attic somewhere. They're like tattered and torn by the time I by, by the end of their road. Like I think that the soul like I wore them so much that the soul was like coming like the not coming disconnected from the shoe, but like the rubber was so faded that like your foot was actually touching the ground. So we're coming to the end, but oh, yeah? yes, yeah, but with oh, every so guest, <laughs> with every guest, we like to get a little spooky at the end. Okay, so uh, since this is the Calabrese Mystic Cult of Horrors <laughs> podcast, podcast, we can get a little spooky. Welcome to the House of Horrors. Does Vincent of the Wingtips have a ghost story? And if so, is it like uh, spicy? Uh, something threw something at you, uh, scratched you. Yeah. Um, oh, damn. He said yes. Thank you very much. <laughs> I actually have, I have two in my life. Um, Bring them. That I one I <laughs> remember on the profoundly. One one that I remember profoundly, um, and one that I can't remember very well. But because I was, I was, I was like three years old or something, two or three, Whoa. and um, I'll start with that one because it's. Um, so yeah um so i was about three years old and i'd say and um at this time i was living my i was born in (laughs) in outside of orlando florida and that's where i lived until i was 12 and um same house and everything and um i was in my mom's bathroom um and she was in the bedroom. It's like a master bedroom. So like the bathroom and the bedroom are connected. Um, 
so I was in the bathroom and, uh, and, and, and I blacked out for a second. And the next thing I remember, um, I'm like in my mom's arms, like crying hysterically. And I was like, there is a late and there's a lady in the shower and I was like saying that and she's like, what, what? And, I, and then I pointed to a picture of her late mother. I was like, it was her. So that's like, that's one kind of, that's one ghost story, but I mean, it's not really a ghost story, but the actual next one is a kind of ghost story. Are you story. sure you weren't Rosemary's baby? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> My little demon uh, son. The next one. Okay. So it was same house, but I was uh, about 11 or 12. So I have a stronger memory of this and I watched it happen in front of my very eyes. So the house that we lived in is, it was like, there's a lot of weird shit that happened, like doors closing um, and opening people like walking upstairs when there's nobody upstairs. If I, I was, we'd be, me and my brother would be the only ones downstairs and you would hear like creaking and stuff, it was weird <laughs> shit. And just an overall like, like foreboding feeling in that house, like um, consistently. Um, really weird energy in that house and my mom was really into psychics and stuff and she had people come out and she's like yeah the, and mediums and whatever and like yeah this house is definitely haunted uh here's who's here it's like three there's like children here and there's the energy of like a really sad depressed man who died an untimely death um or something and uh so they're saying that this house is haunted but i mean aside from what a psychic or medium says it's like I had weird experiences in the house. Anyway, I'm going to quit rambling and tell you the story. Um, Are you in the house? Are you in yes, the I'm ghost in, house? I'm in the house. And, um, oh, not, not right you. now. No, uh, this uh. house is in Florida. I'm in Illinois. So this house is, okay. like, not haunted at all. It's fucking boring. Um, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and so, any, so, anyway, I'll get to the story right now. And so I'm sitting in the couch, on the couch in the living room with my brother and one of his friends, I don't know who doesn't matter, but <laughs> there's a door um, that that's about 10 feet away from where we're sitting that goes up to the garage into the laundry room and out to the garage. Um, and we heard someone really trying to aggressively get in the door, like really, and my brother turned around and was like, the door's open. You can come on in. And then the door just opened. And we're like, who's there? And then there was no one there. There was no one out in the garage. There was no one anywhere. Oh, man. It was just us in the house. And it was like dead around us. And But that happened. And nobody was playing a trick on us or anything. Like we were like, holy shit, this actually just happened. Thoroughly looked around to see if anyone was messing with us. So that's a that's probably like the the most I'm um, so definitely like the most intense thing that's, that's happened. Good. I'd say. So that was interesting. Yeah. You described it. You said it opened up and then no one was there, and you said it was dead around us. That's how you described it. It was dead around us, so something dead came in. Mm -hmm. Are you currently so. being haunted by a ghost right now? <laughs> is there a ghost in that? Are you? 
Do you feel these things flies. happen a lot? <laughs> yeah, and the VHS goes across. Hair um, in your hand. But you better get that yeah. board in that house and get that thing haunted if you want some more stories. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to start on, having some more. I need to have some like seances or something by myself. <laughs> I just start summoning demons. Well, uh, that's on you. That's, yeah. uh, just see, see how far I can go. It opened so thank up. You. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for that. And mm-hmm. okay, so it's at the very end. Where can people find wingtips? Where can they find you? Where things and invest? We're literally everywhere. You can stream music, and everywhere you can't stream music. Like you can find Spotify, Apple Music. Obviously, you know, buy our shit. It's uh, yeah. because the money goes to us and um, it's on wingtips.bandcamp.com we have an album coming out uh, September 3rd on Artifact Records um, vinyl and CD, the album is called Cutting Room Floor, the first single is out now, Cross the Line and we have a few more singles coming out some music videos uh-huh. as well and you can keep in the loop of when all that good stuff comes out on Instagram uh, Twitter Facebook, it's all wingtips for the number real wingtips for real. And um, yeah, and we have an album already out that came out in 2019 exposure therapy, excuse me. And um, yeah, that's where yeah. you can find <laughs> us. And um, thank you guys for having me. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 before you go, baby, before you go, we have a partying gift yeah, for dude, you. Yeah, get it. You survived. What did he survive? You survived the Calabrese Thunderdome. <laughs> you made it, motherfucker! Boom! You Woo! got a piece of the Calabrese Iconic Collection. There's there it is. six different options. Proof. <laughs> Proof that you survived. Um, and yeah, and, but for, I'll get your information after this. But for everybody else, calibrestore.com, pay money, up. Money, money for others. And, and that has been episode 29 with the Wingtips, a.k.a. Vincent of the Wingtips. Thank you, Vincent. Thank you so much for taking the time and the ghost story and all this shit. <laughs> we appreciate you. And the cat stuff. Yeah, sure. thanks for thanks for I'm playing awesome. along and joining us uh, on this adventure through, uh, <laughs> through insanity. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you guys it. for having me. It was a lot of fun. It's true.